Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Thank you, Billy, and welcome to another edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity. I'm Ron Hayes. Thank you for joining us. And, you know, normally we have a conversation during this podcast time, but today it's really more of an experience that we wanted to share with you, the experience of the Governor's Wheat Challenge, a brainchild of State Secretary of Agriculture, Blaine Arthur. We'll hear from her. We'll hear from both Governor Kevin Stitt, Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. We'll also hear from one of the folks helping make this possible from the wheat industry side of things, the Executive Director of the Oklahoma Wheat Commission, Mike Schulte. And we also want to bring in the wheat breeder from Oklahoma State University that's uh, made these varieties possible that we're showcasing in this challenge. Today's Road to Rural Prosperity being sponsored in part by the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center. They envision a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma. Let's learn more about the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center and one of our other sponsors as well. Then we'll be back with the Road to Rural Prosperity in just a few moments. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma. And their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. The Petroleum Alliance represents every segment of the oil and natural gas industry, speaking with one voice when advocating for the interest of its members, landowner partners, and employees. Our mission is to enhance Oklahoma's economy and every segment of the energy industry. Howdy neighbors and welcome back to another edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity. I'm Ron Hayes. I tell you what, today it's a different kind of a podcast. As we mentioned just a few moments ago, it's not just a conversation. It's really kind of a play-by-play of an event that uh, has happened in just the last few days at the Oklahoma State Capitol, actually just north of the Capitol in front of the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture headquarters building and inside the uh, the lab area of the of the building as well, where Governor Kevin Stitt and Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell showed up to receive a briefing on the status of the wheat industry here in the state of Oklahoma. You know, the governor is all about top 10 outcomes, excellence in Oklahoma, and one of the enterprises within Oklahoma agriculture that's definitely a top 10 enterprise, the winter wheat industry. Wheat and cattle have always been the bedrock of Oklahoma agriculture, and today the wheat industry is still a very important part of the state's economy, the state's agricultural economy most certainly, and the governor has agreed to what is being called the Governor's Wheat Challenge. Putting that all together, our Secretary of Agriculture, Blaine Arthur, who uh, worked with the Wheat Commission, with the Oklahoma Wheat Growers, with Oklahoma State University's Wheat Improvement Team, as well as the Governor's Office and the Lieutenant Governor's Office, all to come up with this challenge. Madam Secretary, tell us more about the Wheat Challenge. 
Sure, a very exciting day for the weed industry here in Oklahoma. We're going to have both the governor and lieutenant governor here at the Ag Building. We're doing kind of a contest out front of the Department of Ag Building here in Oklahoma City between two OSU wheat varieties. I think it gives us a chance to really highlight the great research that's going on in the state and how important that is to our wheat producers, but also a chance for the governor and lieutenant governor to uh, meet some of our wheat commission uh, members as well as some of our producers here in the state and um, just a a day to highlight the good work uh, that's going on all across the industry. Did they actually choose their varieties? They did. You know, I I told Mike Schulte uh, this morning that I saved the text message that I had sent. I had sent a group text to the governor and lieutenant governor, which uh, is a unique uh, opportunity to be able to do that, (laughs) and listed the varieties for them, and they very quickly responded, uh, the varieties that they wanted to choose. So we said we're going to archive that text message uh, somewhere at the Wheat Commission. Uh, But we're just excited that they certainly have been uh, very engaged with the agriculture industry and just another day to show them um, the importance of wheat to the state of Oklahoma and then certainly the research side of it that's very beneficial to our producers. Of course the research is being seen by these two varieties that were developed by Dr. Carver and his team. You know, we are so proud of Dr. Carver here in Oklahoma. Uh, When I travel across the U.S., I can very proudly say I think we have the best uh, staff in the state of Oklahoma, and certainly Dr. Carver leads that team as far as doing research. And I think when you see uh, the percentage of those varieties that our producers use here in Oklahoma, you see the value of that research and the tremendous work that Dr. Carver and his staff do every day. You had also requested the uh, the taste test. We're going to have that this morning as well. Yes, we're excited about that. I had a chance. I think, Ron, you may have been there when we did that. Uh, it's been a few months ago, but I think a great chance for the governor and lieutenant governor to really see the difference between those varieties. And then I think when we kind of move into more the foodie side of things, I think there's a great opportunity for folks to become familiar with those varieties and decide they want to pair um, you know, a certain meal with a certain type of wheat variety bread and I think that's a great marketing opportunity that we can really capitalize on here in Oklahoma. Of course, the uh, governor's all about top 10 outcomes, and this is a good example. He certainly is. I I'm always like to say we're already top 10 in a lot of things in the ag industry, but um, we really lead the way um, in wheat research, and that's a great partnership uh, that we're so proud of. And um, just some things, too, that I think are pretty innovative that we've done here in Oklahoma, specifically to the wheat industry and certainly on the research side. So very proud of that, top 10. And, again, we're so appreciative that both the governor and lieutenant governor are making time to visit with us all today. Our Honorable Secretary of Agriculture, Blaine Arthur. Thank you, Madam Secretary, for allowing us to be a part of this today. And uh, the governor arrives, the lieutenant governor has arrived. They get a briefing from uh, Mike Schulte, the executive director of the Oklahoma Wheat Commission, about today's marketing efforts for the wheat industry, the research efforts that go on primarily at Oklahoma State University on behalf of Oklahoma wheat growers, the wheat improvement team, of course, led by Dr. Brett Carver. And we'll hear from Dr. Carver here in just a little bit about uh, uh, some of the varieties that we're showcasing today. But uh, Governor Stitt and Lieutenant Governor Pinnell both had the chance to sit in on that briefing, hear a little bit more about how uh, wheat breeding goes on and how it actually works uh, through the process. And they had the chance to sample some of the bread from the varieties developed by Dr. Carver's team. And Governor Stitt is with us right now. Governor, you've uh, had a chance to hear a little bit more about the wheat industry. 
participating in this uh, governor's challenge. Tell me, uh, you know, what, what got you interested in doing this? Well, I mean, just anything we can do to support our agricultural community and the, and the wheat farmers uh, do such a good job of, uh, you know, providing food for the world. And then with Oklahoma State, my alma mater, uh, it's just fun for me to learn all the different varieties and how they come up with it. It takes 12 years to roll out to our producers uh, a new a new uh, strand, I guess, of wheat. So just neat for me to be involved with it, and, and I got to choose uh, early on the Smith's Gold, and it looks like that's doing pretty good. <laughs> now, this the governor's challenge. You and the lieutenant governor actually got a couple of varieties you're going to be watching yep. all the way to harvest and actually uh, have a loaf of bread uh, as well. Yep, that's right, and we kind of ranked it. We had about eight different uh, uh, types of bread that we got to choose from, and uh, it was really neat going through and kind of taste testing everything, and uh, um, just some. It was they were fantastic. You know, fresh break be- bread is uh, unbelievable. That's right. You are all about top ten as far as making sure Oklahoma reaches toward excellence. A lot of ways the wheat industry's there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is. Uh, I don't know exactly where we rank in the nation, but I think it's in the top five wheat producers in the country. And so we're so proud of our agricultural community, our producers. I just tell them one of the producers today, one of my earliest memories is with my granddad on an, <clears throat> an open cab combine. And uh, so anyway, he was, a, he was a wheat farmer and a veterinarian. And so uh, just a lot of fond memories. Right. And you had a chance to meet uh, Dr. Carver, the wheat breeder at Oklahoma State University. And he's considered one of the leading uh, wheat breeders in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's just neat what these guys do uh, uh, to help our producers produce more and have more uh, disease-resistant strands. And so it's just exciting what they're doing. And then I just was excited. You know, big-time restaurants around the world are calling Oklahoma State to get the latest and greatest uh, uh, grain. Uh, that they are they are actually serving in, in some of the finest restaurants in the country. Uh, imagine that, coming right here from Oklahoma. Thank you, Governor. Governor Kevin Stepp at this year's Governor's Wheat Challenge. First ever for the state of Oklahoma. Maybe it'll be an annual occurrence. Who knows? But this year, uh, Governor Stitt having the chance, as he mentioned, uh, to actually choose a Smith's Gold. The other variety chosen was by Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. He chose Baker's and uh, the Lieutenant Governor joining us now. Tell me about what you learned here as you sample these uh, samples of bread. Well, first off, they're delicious. Oklahoma wheat, it's better than any other wheat, I can tell you that for sure. Um, and, you know, it's I went to Taiwan earlier this year uh, with Senator Peterson, uh, who is a wheat farmer, g- really good one, and uh, learned a ton when I when I traveled overseas of just about you know the the exports that that uh, from a wheat pr- production perspective that we from around the world uh, that love our wheat and uh, you know just just coming here learning a little bit more learning how important this industry is to not just the state but uh, but to around the country it was it's very helpful for us to to be able to get these kind of presentations and you've got a little bit of a competition going with Governor Stitt. I do. That's right. Baker's Ann, which I, of course, ranked uh, number one today. Uh, very tasty. Uh, and uh, the governor, I believe, was Smith's Gold. Uh, now, it may be growing a little bit better out there in front of the ag building right now. But, uh, yeah, we've got a, a healthy competition going. We're both huge supporters of the industry and will be moving forward. I guess what, you'll get a chance to see that harvested and then actually baked into a loaf of bread. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see from, from seed all, all the way to uh, all, all the way to eating the loaf of bread. So, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Of course, uh, this is one of those uh, top ten industries we've got, uh, got in Oklahoma. Oh, that's right. I mean, it, it's already a top ten industry. And, and we want to be making sure that we're bragging about the good top ten lists that we are on. And, and certainly this is one of them. Uh, and, again, we, we feed and clothe the world. Oklahoma does. And we need to be telling more people that. 
Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell. And we're going to continue along the road to rural prosperity as we share with you more from the Governor's Wheat Challenge in just a few moments. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. The Oklahoma Rural Water Association. They've been representing water and wastewater systems across Oklahoma since 1970. The Oklahoma Rural Water Association was formed to enhance the quality of life in rural Oklahoma through the development and delivery of services and programs for the benefit of ORWA members and the rural people they serve. Welcome back to the Road to Rural Prosperity. Not just a conversation today, but an experience. The Governor's Wheat Challenge now underway, and you can participate next time you're in the vicinity of the Oklahoma State Capitol on Lincoln Boulevard. Go to the uh, to the Capitol, just go north of the Capitol uh, across the 23rd Avenue and uh, come to the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture building. In front of the Department of Agriculture building, you'll find two wheat plots. Actually, they kind of look like grass right now, beautiful green grass. And we're talking about on the left-hand side as you face the building, a plot that uh, signifies it's the, uh, the governor's choice, Smith's Gold. To the right, you'll see the lieutenant governor's choice, Baker's Ann. And the gentleman that was involved with the breeding of both of these varieties at Oklahoma State University is Dr. Brett Carver. Dr. Carver joins us now here on the Road to Rural Prosperity. And, Brett, I know that you and your entire team are very proud of this moment. Oh, aren't we ever? The whole team is. I tell you, Ron, it's, uh, it was quite a, a process to get to this point. And I would have never thought I would see the day that we see two of our varieties in front of the Oklahoma Department of Ag and, and Forestry right here. It's just amazing. So I'm just, I'm just thrilled. Now, let's, let's talk about these two varieties. There are a couple yeah. of your newer varieties that are in, in your arsenal. They are. I mean, we've had uh, some others come along, like OK Corral, since then. But the, these are these are strong uh, wheat varieties that can cover the state, and they can also serve a wheat industry, which is is, is even more important to me. Uh, that, that, you know, we are putting food on the table here, and this is this is a good quality product that we're making from both of those varieties. Now, in the case of Smith's Gold, we're closer to that plot, first of all. Tell me a little bit about its, its parentage and a little bit about the attributes that you're, you're proud of. Well, uh, you know, it's a, Cal- a Gallagher descendant, so we wanted to make that, that connection, of course, with the name, uh, being named after the wrestling coach John Smith and that, and that legacy that he fulfills uh, from Gallagher. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're looking at a lot of Gallagher uh, characteristics, but just a little bit better, better stripe rust resistance, better yielding ability, uh, just, just an overall better variety, and Gallagher is quite good. Yeah. So that, that's Smith's goal. I think we're going to see quite a few acres of it. And, and as you've, uh, a lot of your varieties, you've really majored on those milling and baking characteristics, too. Oh, certainly. And, uh, you know, we have a laboratory on campus that helps us do that. We, we rely ex- heavily on, on USDA, ARS, and their lab uh, facility in Manhattan to give us some very important input that we can't provide in our own laboratory. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, this is a, a big part of the program that maybe our producers don't hear very much about. 
And this particular uh, Smith's Gold is one of those that's got some unique attributes as far as the taste and, and the, the flavor of, of, the, of the variety. Yeah, and it, you know, I'll be honest. It was not intended. <laughs> uh, it, it, sometimes you just discover things, and we actually discovered this through the help of Mike Schulte in the in Oklahoma Wheat Commission, that the flavor of the Smith's Gold variety in a whole wheat formulation, and, and in a particular case uh, in, in, in pasta, was just very unique. I got to experience that at the Wheat Marketing Center in Portland myself, so I can I can vouch for it. Right, and you mentioned pasta. That, that's not something we normally see coming out of hard red winter. No, we don't. And, and we talked about it, you know, and and uh, there's been some research on it over the years, and ever since I've been at OSU since the '80s. But I think the interest has really picked up, and and it should. We just need to get around the color. You know, the, the, the color of Smith's Gold is, is a darker color that may not be as, as uh, desirable as a lighter color, but the flavor is certainly there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other variety that's in this, these uh, plots right in front of the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture, Baker's Ann. Yeah, um, Baker's Ann is, is, of course, as the name implies, uh, is, a, um, is, a baking, is a baking machine. We heard from uh, Hayden Wands a couple of weeks ago at the OGI Wheat Forum about the importance of uh, wheat varieties that can serve the commercial baking industry. This is so different now today than it was at even just 20 years ago. And that commercial baking industry is really relying on speed. And to, to provide and, and serve that speed, that wheat, wheat variety has to be a little tougher. Mm-hmm. And this Baker's Ann variety is just a sophisticated but tough uh, wheat variety in the baker. In the, in the bakery. And, of course, uh, named after the first cowgirl for Oklahoma State University. That's right. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have a lot of respect uh, for the first cowgirl, and, and I have a lot of respect for this variety, and, and so does the entire weed improvement team. So it's, it's a perfect match in, in that case. What, uh, for these two varieties, uh, they are, they're part of that, that kind of that class that you're trying to show uh, the, the baking industry, the milling and baking industry, that they do try to meet some of their needs as well as hopefully meeting the agronomic needs of our producers. Exactly. And, and th- th- you, you touched on a really important point here, and, and, and we're getting feedback from the industry on these wheat varieties even before we release them. Mm-hmm. So the industry is having... Uh, uh, is helping the decision-making process. They did help us pull those varieties out and say, hey, you know, those those look a little different. Uh, we'd like to see more of that in production than another variety. Uh, and so we continue to have that relationship. And I, I'm just, uh, I, I really depend on it, and I thrive on it. And I know that you're you're hoping for that day that we'll be able to see producers grow these varieties. Have got these extra special characteristics and be rewarded for that. Right, and 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 I want to make sure that that our producers understand that there is no price to pay for high quality uh, wheat in terms of losing yield. Uh, you could have a high yield package combined with a high quality package. They go hand in hand, but you just have to work to find the two and put those two together. There is no, there is no uh, yield penalty associated with this good quality and, and uh and I'm glad there's not because that makes our drive a little easier. Right. Of course, that, that's really your mission all along. You're, you want to obviously improve the life uh, of, our, of our producers as they produce a, a first-rate quality crop. Right, and, and reward those producers that, that do produce that best quality crop. And, uh, and, and to, to start that, they need to start with the right genetics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think the producers ought to be part of that reward stream. And I think they are starting to see that happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some time, right. but we're just starting to see the beginning of this movement. It will catch on. Okay. 
Thank you, Brad. Dr. Brett Carver, wheat breeder at Oklahoma State University. And still to come here on the Road to Rural Prosperity, a brief conversation with Mike Schulte of the Oklahoma Wheat Commission. We're back with Mike in just a few moments. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. With communities from border to border, Bank First lenders understand the needs of today's agricultural market. Whether you need to purchase land, equipment, or livestock, or maybe need an operating line of credit, call on Bank First. They are a certified lender with the Farm Service Agency and can help with specialized financing when other banks can't. Bank First is proud to serve the needs of the Sooner State's agricultural market. Bank First is loyal to Oklahoma and you. Member FDIC, loan subject to approved credit. We continue along the road to rural prosperity. Our stop today at the state capitol, actually just north of the state capitol, at the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture's headquarters building on Lincoln Boulevard in Oklahoma City. Right now, we've got Mike Schulte, the executive director of the Oklahoma Wheat Commission, and he's one of the principals of uh, pulling together this Governor's Wheat Challenge, first ever Governor's Wheat Challenge for the state of Oklahoma. Mike, you know, how, how did this all come together? Well, really, the Secretary of Agriculture, Blaine Arthur, was the first person who came up with this idea because she felt like as they were coming over, maybe for meetings at the Department of Agriculture, we needed to find different ways to highlight the different areas of work in the field of agriculture that we have in Oklahoma going on in our industry. And uh, we felt like during this time of year, it'd be an opportune time to put those plots out in front of the Department of Agriculture. So we made the decision to do that. And they have really gotten behind it. They've been extremely involved from the beginning. They were briefed on all the content of the OSU Public Wheat Research Program and all the different varieties out there. Uh, They made their own selections on what they wanted to plant, and now they are working with the wheat improvement team and making management decisions as we go forward uh, into the harvest season. And so our hope is is that uh, both sides will be able to harvest a really good crop, uh, and we'll be able to evaluate that and hopefully promote the work that we're doing, not only to the governor and lieutenant governor, but to the people of Oklahoma. Uh, with the OSU Public Wheat Research Program. My understanding from overhearing so some comments from Governor, my understanding from overhearing some of the comments from Lieutenant Governor Pinnell is that the governor did get to choose first. I'm not aware of that. I just know that I had his variety first before uh, the lieutenant governor made his decision, so that very well could be. So he And he chose uh, Smith's Gold, right? He chose Smith's Gold, and then the lieutenant governor chose the variety Baker's Ann. Uh, certainly Baker's Ann probably going to do better in northern Oklahoma and panhandle regions, where Smith's Gold is probably maybe going to do better in central Oklahoma, where the Department of Agriculture is located. However, I think the verdict is going to be out on this. Uh, as we are fully aware, nothing is ever... Uh, decided until the final numbers come in, and uh, we're just excited because both plots look uh, relatively well right now. 
Now, the, the whole whole concept is that they'll folks as they come to the Department of Agriculture, whether just to do business, to do be involved with meetings, uh, they're going to have a chance to see both of these varieties in a very prominent place right in front of the uh, of the Department of Agriculture building. Uh, yes, and so the other thing that we're going to be working on uh, as we go into the year, uh, USDA is going to be making their observations, like when they do their field counting for their programs, and so we're actually hoping to implement a lot of the tools that we utilize that are made available by the Department of Agriculture and USDA, as well as once it's harvested, we are going to take those varieties to Oklahoma State University and then do end-use quality functionalities on those. And then we're going to rank everything based on like we would out of the state 4-H FFA and Junior Wheat Show program. So really, uh, we feel like this is a wonderful educational opportunity to show the governor and lieutenant governor all the things that we are working on from drill to mill or from bake to plate. Uh, you know, moving forward, uh, it's going to be really important Important that we continue to also get funding uh, for the research facilities at Oklahoma State University in regards to greenhouses and things that we're seeing on the research farms out there. Uh, you know, some of those facilities are over 75 years of age, and we have the best public wheat research program in the nation. And so to be able to pull that off with some of the facilities we have, you know, we're hope- also hoping to have that discussion of what can we do to make sure that we're in the driver's seat to make sure that we can continue with, with being the best. And of course, it's not just taxpayer dollars we're talking about, but producers have skin in the game through the checkoff program that, that you oversee at the Wheat Commission and their fees that they pay back to Oklahoma Genetics when they buy one of these varieties to plant on their farm. Uh, yes, so, uh, you know, the royalty fees that come back from OGI uh, certainly go into the research component of the decisions that are made uh, for those wheat varieties, as well as uh, the 20% of our budget. Oftentimes, it's more than that uh, that we uh, give to the Wheat Research Foundation to fund these initiatives for research at Oklahoma State University. Uh, But I think that the producers out there do see uh, the importance of that investment when they go to the research field trials and see what we're doing with our public research program as far as the varieties that are available. Uh, Moving forward, uh, we're hoping, though, that we can really focus more on the direct marketing aspects of these varieties, uh, certainly with work being done at the Food and Agricultural Product Center at OSU, and finding specific uses for specific varieties that end users are going to be wanting in the milling and baking industry. Uh, You know, we probably haven't focused on that as heavily as we should have maybe 10 years ago, but really, uh, Dr. Carver is taking that program in that direction, uh, certainly focusing on that, and I think probably we are focusing on that more than a lot of other public research programs. So I think uh, hopefully in the future we can be turning the tide, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to reap benefits of that maybe five or 10 years down the road uh, from the direct marketing opportunities, and hopefully we can get higher prices for these producers out there. Of course, this is a very high-profile opportunity to showcase the wheat industry with the governor and the lieutenant governor here and the opportunity that this is going to be out in front of the Department of Agriculture for the next several months. Uh, Yes, and, you know, I I have to say, just based on the conversations that we had this morning, um, uh, I've been really impressed by the leadership uh, from this administration. Uh, In my 10 years at the Wheat Commission, I've never had um, a governor or lieutenant governor take the time to be involved in management decisions that producers are making in the state of Oklahoma. I think that they realize the importance of economic development in this state, and they're wanting to try to make things better. And so we really uh, 
I've been really humbled just to be able to have these discussions with them. But I think moving forward, uh, certainly with their approach to what they're wanting to do with uh, creation of economic development in the state, they're really going to be focusing on the end-use quality components of the research that hopefully is going to be uh, make the producer more profitable. Right. Thank you, Mike. Mike Schulte, the executive director of the Oklahoma Wheat Commission. Wheat Commission, along with the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture and the Wheat Improvement Team uh, from Oklahoma State University, all working together with uh, with the governor's office, with the lieutenant governor's office, with this first ever Governor's Wheat Challenge that is now underway. You can actually go to the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture headquarters building just north of the state capitol on Lincoln Boulevard, and you can see the two plots, Smith's Gold and Baker's Ann. They'll be, of course, uh, growing all spring long, beautiful green, uh, lush carpet already. And they will be uh, growing, eventually uh, heading out, turning to golden grain and ready to harvest. They'll be harvested, and then we'll know the results of this year's first ever Governor's Wheat Challenge. And that's all of our time for you today. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Road to Rural Prosperity. I'm Ron Hayes. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for today's Road to Rural Prosperity podcast. You can join the conversation about how rural Oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on Facebook. And you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, ruralprosperityok.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and oklahomafarmreport.com. Proud to be a part of the family of the Funk Companies.